Hello and welcome to episode 173 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, the D-grade cricket's answer, the cutie doesn't let anyone else have a go. Mick, and let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Uh, next up is the man who says Lloyd Pope bottled his game on. Welcome, Alex. Hello, everyone. Feeling good? Pumped up for a potty? <laughs> Uh, all righty. Next up is the Northern <laughs> Suburbs dancer to Ian Healy. Welcome, David. Hello, fellas. Hello, David. <laughs> you sound like you're like in the, in the next one. <laughs> and lastly, the man thinks running around the bush with the compass and not drinking any water is cool. Welcome, Roscoe. Hello, Mick. <laughs> I think Paul's from a um, prison cell in a Northern Gulag in Russia at the moment. <laughs> Is uh, the gulag answer to Ian Healy. All right. <laughs> so welcome one and all to the Frederick Allen Stock Company Studios. This is a tight ship production brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. All right. So we're going to kick off with uh, the latest and best news of um, the recent time. And that is the announcement of the squads to tour um, Sri Lanka in the coming weeks slash months. Um, so we'll start off with the white ball squad. So um, we've got the T20 squad is headlined by the skipper Aaron Finch. Uh, he will be accompanied by Sean Abbott, Ashton Agar, Josh Hazelwood, Josh Inglis, um, Big Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Jahai Richardson and his brother Kaane Richardson, Steve Smith, Mitch Stark, Marcus Stoinis, Mitchell Swepton, Matty Wade, and David Warner are making up that squad. So um, the interesting ones for me there are that Warner and Smith are actually playing because they don't, they seem to kind of be a bit hit and miss when it comes to playing uh, international white ball cricket at the moment. So, yeah. Um, for those playing at home, Zampa isn't in the squad because he is currently on paternity leave because he just had a child. He didn't have it, but he's part of the gym. Yes, Alex. Um, yeah, that made me feel pretty old. Zampa's having a kid. Uh, also, seems like a good squad, um, purely built around Aaron Finch's captain, just like Ronnie, uh, the coach, said that would be. That's so really every good. person makes Aaron Finch a better cricketer in that squad. So I'm more than happy with the selection. There's enough folks there to pick up slack that Aaron Finch, yeah. Aaron Finch will cause by... Three openers to come in after he goes <laughs> out for a blob, yeah. <laughs> Ashton is a bit lucky, don't you reckon? Oh, very much so. <laughs> I still got these. He's going to have a central contract. Anytime he gets picked, he's fucking lucky. Lucky Zampa's a no show. Mm. Yeah, I reckon if Zampa had been available, might have made things a little bit harder for old straight breaks to get a game. For those who are listening intently as well, Pat Cummings will also not feature in the T20Is in Sri Lanka. Bit sore from IPL. Yeah, and I'd imagine. um, He's going to play the ODIs with the readout minute. He's obviously going to be in the test squad. So maybe it's just a matter of trying to uh, manage him a little bit, considering he's not the skipper. He's not necessarily needed in the white ball stuff. So that's fair enough, I think. So. Yeah, all these fucking jewels. <laughs> I noticed, Mick, uh, they're playing the three T20Is, aren't they? Uh, I don't know, mate. I assume so. Yeah. Just a sort of one-off one? I was hoping for a seven-game series. Like the one-off really um, There's like five T20Is, 75 ODIs and one test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the perfect ratio, I think, yeah. for tour. 
Zero warm-up games as well. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. don't bother with them. No, no just a um, plastic chair at um, square leg. We that's all know that's the best. The Langer method, as they call it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the success he had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Loved by all, first and foremost. <laughs> Players embraced him. Public embraced him. Yeah. Media only embraced people, him. <laughs> the only people in his corner were his ex-teammates. So. Oh, and those, a, who wanted, those of his ex-teammates who chose to speak to, speak to the media. Yeah, it's a, well, those are his ex teammates that were in the media. Too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They had a platform to speak about how good he was. Yeah. Uh, it's a bond born in blood and stuff, though. So, awesome. Yes. yes. Interesting, interesting. I saw the England cricket team actually went to a World War I site a few years ago. It just, just made me think of Justin Langer. <laughs> Did they wear. Um, was anyone wearing bright orange and a fucking. Bright orange anger hat, like fucking David Warner was that time. Oh. Like an absolute. <laughs> I'm trying to wonder. I'm wondering what the quintessential, um, like English army hat is, because we had oh. you know the slouch hats yeah. with the baggy green. Well, yeah. Style to be. It's not like the beef eater hats no. with like the with the cricket caps on. Is it like a Bobby helmet? Back flap white, so they can surrender and run off. A Bobby helmet. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on here at this World War One memorial? Waving your truncheon around in a circular motion. They're gonna they're gonna struggle in fucking the World War with no guns, just getting around with the fucking Oi, 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 governor. <laughs> Blowing a whistle. <laughs> oh, oh, you stop that over there. <laughs> I'm really trying to work into the bill reference in here somehow. I can't. I do, they got three do, main, do. They got three main weapons, Rick. They got the truncheon, they got the whistle, and they got the power of observation. <laughs> and the bobby hat. And then notepad. <laughs> and small hatchback um, police cars like yeah. out of the bill. There you and go. Persia. And, okay. and a white Persia. Yeah. That's it. That's enough. <laughs> Called Kit. Indian <laughs> <laughs> uh, white Peugeot. Brilliant. In World War One. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, probably with the old fucking war with a sentient Peugeot. It goes about 180 clicks. It runs anything. A red Baron coming over the top at 60 k's an hour. He just drive away from the guy. Oh. Uh, speaking of the Red Baron, Aaron, uh, Mc, uh, sorry, Ronnie McDonald, Andrew McDonald, is also <laughs> coaching the Australian ODI Baron. squad, and that is captained by Aaron Finch. It will also oh. feature Ashton Agar, oh. but it will also feature Alex Carey. Uh, Pat Cummins will be in there, as will Two Tall Cam Green, Noni Hazelwood, The Job, Travis Head, uh, Josh Inglis, Marnus Payne, Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Steve Smith, Mitch Stark. Marcus Stoinis, you talk about bloke lucky to get a fucking game. <laughs> Mitchell Swepson and David Warner. Yes, Alex. Can they fit any more state or ex-test captains in that side? There's about so. six think, captains. I think, it is, I think they're at their max. So. Yeah, Finchy like retained his spot. He was awful in Pakistan. Know, they're building the, the side around him. T20s is fine. I don't have a problem with him being T20 captain, but I think it's time we went a little bit different and went three formats, three captains. Right, so do they find it out? Who will be ODI captain then? From those names I read out. Oh, Travi. Trav Head. Travi Lavi. He's not going to get dropped after that series in Pakistan. I think out of the box. Rather than Red Bull cricket. Bison's captain before. Yep, Bison. Has potential at the age of 35. (laughs) There's real... 
bunch of no hope, isn't they? Just moving through together. Who <laughs> any particular good? And they're all about the same age. Bison, but he's Stoinis. Maxwell, unfortunately, they're just they're just going through. Yeah. Just it's off. just um, they're just like let's. They're just like we'll all be fuck ups except yeah. for once every four years. Then we'll be yeah. all right, and then we'll just be fuck ups again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was good, Dave. Sort of wrecked her train of thought there. <laughs> yeah. Your JPEG file. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, so we've got ODIs. I imagine we'll play them as badly as we played them in Pakistan. Um, luckily for us, Sri Lanka are probably uh, not as strong as Pakistan, so we should still have half a chance of actually fucking, um, winning some of those. Um, so from there, we're going to move over to the test squad. Um, so a few changes in the test squad. Um, Marcus Harris is out um, after oh. starting the Ashes and losing his spot at one stage. He's been making a few runs in county cricket, so unfortunately for him, that obviously doesn't mean anything. But uh, luckily, for, um, <laughs> luckily for Marnus, he's been making fuck all runs, so he got to keep his spot in the test squad. So well done to Marnus. Um, yeah, so we've got Paddy Cummins is going to be skipping. Ashton fucking Agar is in this squad as well. Mm. You have fucking photos of someone at CA. Like, what? Jesus Christ. What's I don't know. going on there? Um, There's always one in, in like, the squad. Yeah, There's always like, one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That Everyone's like, why? And Bison was one for years. And, and then yeah, the man who should be captain of, It's you. <laughs> then the man who should be captain Ow. of all three formats should be opening the bowling, opening the batting, doing whatever the fuck he wants for the rest of his natural life. The great man, Scotty Boland, is in the test squad as well. Nice. Um, Alex Carey's there to drop a few catches. Steve Vice <laughs> Captain. Mick Stark's there as well. Two tall Cam Green. Joshy Hazelwood. Travis Ed. Josh Inglis is in the test squad. Mitchell Swepson, Dave Warner, Usman, Manus, and Nath Lyon, and the Bison, Mitch Marsh. So what I found interesting about this squad before we open it up to the rest of you guys to have a chat is that we we listened for about three or four days before the squad was announced about Ronnie McDonald talking about how Glenn Maxwell's a perfect number six for test cricket and flat wickets and spinning wickets and he can be the man for all seasons. They can really start building that middle order around him and he's not even in the test squad. So obviously George Bailey and co don't agree with uh, what, uh, what Ronnie had to say in the media, which is really fucking weird. Yes, Alex. They, they have a guy, a young person in the middle order they can build the middle order around. Yeah. And that's too tall Cam Green. Like, it's a generational player. You know, it's sort of pretty much acknowledged now that he probably Captain, will be. mate. But, like, isn't he the middle order player you build your side around? Yeah. Why was, do you build your side was, around like a 32-year-old? It was just weird that, like, out of nowhere, Ronnie just kind of <laughs> said, this is what I think. And it was Victorian like, to stick together, Mick. I guess so, but even that seems even weird for that level of fucking patriotism. Yeah, for a guy that hasn't like, played Test for like what? Yeah, like four years, five years. Kind of came out of nowhere that story, and then it's officially gone nowhere after that. So fucking mm. yeah. yeah, weird, weird mm. thing to say considering you know the players you currently have in the middle. Yeah. It seems to be working sort of pretty well. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the thing too is they've shown they're prepared to play Swepson and. and line in the same side if they have to. So yeah, I don't yes. see why you'd need another all-rounder that's a spinner. Like, so that's the other reason I think Maxwell, like his name getting brought up was really weird. But I don't know. Just Ginger Blake's doing it different, I guess. I was running McDonald. But, <laughs> They're yeah. just um, massaging the message, Mick. Yeah. So they had the options. 
Uh, Mass asking the message like, we think you'll be a perfect number six, but we're not going to pick you in the yeah. squad. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Look, playing mind games with Maxwell. Podcast, we got our son to talk about, I guess. So, oh, yeah, that's that filled it. In, that filled in five minutes for us. So. I, for one, thank our redhead overlord for giving us content. Yes. And the Red Baron, as he's now known. The Red Baron. So, um, another squad that got announced is Australia, right? Eh? Also, going to be playing some matches. So, oh. um, and this is a bit of a who's who of the last uh, last season of Sheffield Shield cricket. So there weren't any captains or vice captains or anything like that name. But uh, side uh, the squad is uh, Shawnee Abbott, uh, Scotty Boland, Peter Hanscom, Aaron Hardy, Marcus Harris, Travis Head, Henry Hunt, Josh Inglis, Matthew Kuhneman, Nick Maddinson, Todd Ooh. Murphy, who is the Victorian offspring, played two Shield games and is now in the Australia Ace side. Uh, Josh Philippe, Matty Renshaw, who's on a bit of a renaissance at the moment in County Creek, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, Jahai Richardson, Tanby Sanger, who's the spinning Sanger, not the batting Sanger. Um, and who the feckity Mark Stecky, hey. also in that mm-hmm. race squad. And rightly so, Mick. Yeah. Rightly so. so. So there's a lot of guys there have been rewarded for very good um, shield seasons to two seasons in the last kind of... 18 months or so. So, yes, Ross. And others have been rewarded on potential. <laughs> fucking, mate, you know. Speculative pick. Mate, I got oh. through fucking, mate, I got 70 odd games of fucking senior, of, of our first 11 cricket on the fact that he might, he might make a quick by 30. <laughs> yeah, and also, they're not, it's not like they're doing anything. Todd Murphy, he would have been on the tractor. At this yeah, time, yeah. So oh. no harm in sending him to Sri Lanka to bowl a few nuries. Really, it'll be so. doing a few time trials, Ross. Uh, I think at this well, time. Actually, yeah, a little bit of goal kicking practice down the Adelaide Oval yeah. or something like that. Maybe a triathlon or something. So, lo and behold, what a what a what a way to prepare for cricket by playing cricket in foreign conditions too, because we're going to India um, sometime soon. <laughs> in the next in the future. Months. In the future, <laughs> it's always sometimes over there. Going Indian. <laughs> It's always uh, sometimes soon. Nah, always going to India. In when country. are we not going to India? That's yeah, what I'm going to Death taxes are going to India sometime soon. Yep. So, um, <laughs> so I think Matt, I think Peter Hanson more likely than that side. Later. So that's my say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, I think it'd be good. I think that Australia A team. What are they doing? Playing a couple of ODIs or something before the ODIs, and then yeah. playing a four-day game before the tests. Uh, my only, is that the yeah. first Australia A tour in a very long time? I don't I'd think we said very that. Long time. Yeah, very long. before COVID. Yeah. Um, and just a quick point. I know fixturing is not everyone's cup of tea, but I thought James Sutherland, when he one of his last things he did as Cricket Australia boss was, was on some ICC committee that came up with the one-day Super League. And yes. it, was, um, it was the series all had to be three ODIs. And then I see this one against Sri Lanka, it's five, and then we're only playing two tests. Yet if they just kept it at three, we could probably, with only an extra day or two, yeah, fit eight. in the third test. Yeah, so it's disappointing. I'd prefer three, three, three. This makes sense to me. Yeah. It's just weird that they kind of come up with this is going to be the standard that everything's going to run mm. by, and now it's not. So just, yeah. so does that mean it's going to involve then, there's going to have to involve a waiting system, aren't they? Then does like, for this to be for whatever point or whatever in their Super League. Like, I think... Because like, the tests work that way, don't they? Isn't there a waiting mm, when you only play like two yeah. tests where like the Ashes are five tests and things? I yeah, think no. what might actually happen, Mick, is when's the next World Cup? I think it's 
March, I don't know, 2023. So it might have got to the point where the league has cut off because uh, the teams have qualified. Okay. So then you could have a five-game series. Yeah. But I still think it should just be three. I don't understand when we went to Pakistan where we played three tests, three ODIs and one T20. Yeah. Just three. Just make it standard. Nine games. Yeah, anyway. It is odd. But yeah. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Just going to look yeah. at the ICC and go, fucking hell, cunts. Throw your hands in the air. And it's, just all say, you, it's all you can do. <laughs> That's all you can Never do. before. Uh, <laughs> uh, so a bit of uh, world uh, cricket news. Doing the oh, world bit. cricket. At That's the nice. moment, a bit of world Shit. cricket. And that is that... Um, Despite saying a few months ago, I think he can want the job. Ben Stokes is now English captain. So um, the big ginger boy from New Zealand is now going to be in charge of the English cricket team. So apparently that has made James Anderson and Stu Broad very happy because he is um, very much now to continue playing. So there's a lot of batsmen around the world happy to hear that news too, that a couple of 40-year-old blokes are behind her are going to get to play <laughs> test cricket. So everyone's if happy. England are playing an away series somewhere. Yeah. Not so good. Nah, just playing. take our uh, works over. He's good away. <laughs> <laughs> take those two away, but not at home. Yeah. Yeah. Craig Overton. <laughs> <Yeah. Jug laughs> He's yeah. He's got a brother. Apparently he's shit too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Um, uh, both currents just let their bowl their pop cap straight yeah. up and down. <laughs> that left arm of the one who looks like a jockey. Yeah, fuck it. How is he ever going to get a wicket? He got wicket. Uh, How? Yeah, because he's left arm. Uh, variation. Because batsmen are dumb. Same way most of us get wickets, mate. Because batsmen are dumb and get themselves out. Yeah, uh, Mick, he continues an illustrious line of England cricket captains born not in England. Yeah, born not in England. <laughs> Mm. Nasser Hussain being one of the most recent. Uh, yes, we got Strauss, wasn't he South African? Yes, yeah, South African. Mm. Yes. Uh, Owen Morgan, who's their Irish yes. one day English captain. <laughs> yep. oh, yes, same. Alex. Uh, I just hope this stint of um, uh, the uh, Stokes captaincy goes the same as the last time they had an all rounder captaining uh, their test excellent. side. Yeah. Uh, Flintoff yeah. getting pissed in cyclos or whatever in the West Indies or something yeah. and falling, falling into off the, the water. Pedalo, yeah. <laughs> that's it, not cyclos. And um, just getting absolutely destroyed in every series he played in. So that'll be good. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Craig Overton can send one to third and slip the first ball the next ashes, <laughs> <laughs> like Harmison did under Flintoff's watch. Uh, as good as ever. Yep. The, Great next memories. Thing, the next thing Stokes needs after he's got two two fastballs over the age of 35 is um, a host of batsmen under the age of 25 who have funny techniques. Yes. He's going to call up Rory Burns and all yeah, the get, get amongst them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he might. Richard. He probably need an embargo on something going forward. <laughs> I think. An embargo on picking that bracy bloke, the keeper. He also <laughs> might just kick the fuck out of someone if they don't listen to him in the pre-game. <laughs> First <laughs> fucking team meeting, he just shows the video of that. Bang, bang. Just shows the what black and white footage of it. Go, this is what will happen if you don't fucking do what I tell you. Hold oh, two down leg, you get the shit kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not push-ups down leg, it's kick, nah. kick shit out. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Lose um, one before also... lunch, get the shit kicked out of you. So, um... Get out. You don't go to the dressing room. You just go hide in the stands. <laughs> you go get the boxing gloves on straight away. As soon as you're <laughs> Straight out. to the octagon. Take your batting gloves off, put the boxing ones on. 
<laughs> Nugget has a job at last. <laughs> Sorry, Mick, I cut you off. No, no, you're right. So as we know, as we spoke about last podcast, Rob Key's now in charge of English cricket. So Ben Stokes obviously being made captain one of his first decisions. He's also made it clear that he is pretty keen to split the um, two coaching gigs as well. So he's keen to, if he needs to appoint a test, and a white ball uh, coach, which isn't necessarily the worst idea in the world. It's one thing we've heard we've heard lately from that was the word around Ronnie not really wanting to take the Australian job at the start was that it's too much work involved, and that was always the knock on Langer. Apparently, that there's too much involved, and he wasn't allegating enough, so it was kind of a bit of a shit show. And even that's been said from a few other coaches who have said they're not really interested in coaching, possibly England or whoever's available because they don't want to do so much cricket in one job. So it'll be interesting to see if they do go down this path or not, but apparently Rob Key's open to it is the reports coming out of England. Yeah, towards the end of Langer's stint, I reckon there's two ODI away tours he didn't go on. I think he said other stuff, but that's sort of probably because everyone hated his guts too. But (laughs) I mean, it's true. Probably. Whether it's like better or worse for the sides, I don't think it's sort of in this day and age a little bit, Unachievable to spend that much time, you know, yeah. working. I think it's a, it's a huge ask. Everyone probably snuck down the pub and Langer went off and you know, we're shooting AK 47s by himself or went to an elephant factory <laughs> or you know, something like that. Shooting Whatever a good bazooka and a bison or something, yeah, so something like that. Um, all righty, so from there, we're going to move over. We'll talk a little bit. Um, we'll talk a little bit of have bat, we'll travel. And for all those playing at home, that is our segment about Aussies abroad. Nice. So, as we know at the moment, we've got a bit of county cricket going on. There's a few Aussies um, up and about in county cricket. And there's also the IPL for those who aren't in England. So, we'll start off with county Div 1. So, there's been a few things going on since. Um, our last episode. So we'll start off uh, County Div 1 with Big Pierre, Peter Siddle. So Pierre played his 200th first-class match for um, for Somerset when they took on Surrey at the Oval. Pierre becomes the first Australian fast bowler to play 200 first-class games. Shit. So the only people who have played more first-class games than Big Pete are Jimmy Anderson, who's played 270. Stu Broad, who's played 242. And our man, Timmy Murtagh, who's played 249. I don't know why Stu was in front of Tim Murtagh there, but anyway. So that's current bowlers or something? So, no, so it's like so I think it's just counting first class to not test. So it's, oh. so it's just Surely first those, class game. So, no, ridic- so, like, so, so like Glenn McGrath was the, is the next best, 189 yeah. behind Siddle. Yeah, so didn't you know the like, the first class games at the start of county cricket in like eighteen eighty eight? Some people were playing like thousands of games. I want to know. It must I'm, might be I'm recent. Just, I'm, just, I'm just going well, fucking. You obviously come up with the stat, did the research yourself, wrote a thesis on it, Nick. I blame I you, you and only you for this. I think you should pen a strongly worded letter to Cricket Australia. Yeah, Nothing pick it up to the Cricket fun. Australia website because that's where mm. I got this from. Fair enough. I will, so, I'll do uh, that. In Just that writing match, a note now. Um, it's me so, typing it out. Thanks, mate. In no that worries. match, Pierre would take six for 51. It will be 27th first class five part. So well done to Pierre. So every um, eight innings, it's not bad. So, yeah, good for him. Uh, so Marcus Harris made 67 for Gloucester against Yorkshire. Harris would also make 124 
against Surrey, which included 18. Dumb. Harris now has 352 runs at 70 in five bats this season. Fuck yeah. Three games. So, not good enough to get picked ahead of fucking Ashton Agar, but is it? Give <sighs> me a fucking spell. Who is a reverse incumbent now, Mick? He'll never get back in now. He's fucked. <laughs> um, speaking of folks who might never get back in and a fuck, Matty Renshaw made 48 Somerset against Surrey. A few days later, he would also make a ton um, against Warwickshire, making 129. Uh, our man, Big Big Dumb Pato, would take three for 34 for knots against Durham. Uh, and WA's Matt Kelly would make 42 batting at nine to help Northland secure a draw against Yorkshire. We would also take three for 132. So he make he makes runs with the bat and the ball, motherfucking sounds of it. So we're not <laughs> under Matt Kelly. Fuck hmm. Jesus. Um, so County Div 2, uh, there's a few Aussies hiding down there as well. Beauty. Uh, Manus is there playing for Glamorgan. They all seem to play for Glamorgan, all the Aussies in Div 2. Um, so Manus had, got dismissed by Shaheen Afridi. So Ugh. both playing at home, this is the fifth time in seven first-class innings <laughs> that uh, Shaheen has gotten Manus out. So, that, so those include the test matches. So those 200 siddle must include his test matches. Yeah. So first class does include test. You remember, like that's mm. that's only fast bowlers, Alex. That doesn't include like Murley and Warney and the co who would have played, you know, however many hundred. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh Glamorgan, where Mick Ness is also playing, uh, he would take two for fifty against Darby. And uh, the same match, Marnus would make 130. So he got some runs at some point. Um, big Mick Hogan is also playing for Glamorgan as well, so there's a few Aussies all hanging out at Glamorgan doing their thing. So yeah, I don't know how Matt Kelly's there. He must have uh, he must have an English passport because there's no way that can't play for Australia. So I don't know how he's playing fucking county cricket. Yeah, I often um, wonder that, Mick, because you see some of the names, you go, how'd they get there? Because they're just like um, run of the mill shield players, and to get the visa that you need, you have to um, have played international cricket in the last twelve months or something yeah. like that. So I can't and, imagine he has. <clears throat> but even Renshaw, Renshaw, has Renshaw played for Australia in the last twelve months? Uh, it might be like either that or something else. Like, but I think Renshaw might even have English something or other as well. I think he's born there. I think he's born there. Yeah, Renshaw. But, but he today. can't captain him in the near future, poor bastard, because he's born there. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> I think but there was TJ Sam Warrell's in the mix, but. Reciprocal deal where Cricket Australia used to send like a scholarship player over or something. Oh, like okay. But I still I don't get it. You see these names, you go, how's he there? Yeah. yeah. But I also thought I might be wrong. I also thought it was a thing that basically once you played Test Cricket and played there that you can just play forever. Because you look at someone like Rogers and that, like they played there forever. Oh, the rules keep changing because Brexit and other oh, things. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Immigration law. Matt yeah. Kelly was born in Claremont, so Okay. So just south of um, Sussex. Just south of England, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all righty. So there's also, like I said, there's been a bit of IPL going around. So uh, Dave Warner has been making runs in the IPL. So he made 60 off 30 balls for the Delhi Capitals to knock off the Punjab Kings. It was Warner's 53rd IPL half century. 
So pretty Jesus. fucking impressive. Fucking but also, the other day, I couldn't find that um, stat again. I can't remember what I talked about in the last episode or not. He made his 1,000th run against one single opposition fucking IPL team. <laughs> so there's one team. I think there's, he's done it twice. There's two teams there that he's made a 1,000 runs against in the IPL. So All right. That's pretty impressive on it. How long has the IPL been going for again? 2008, was it, I think? Okay. So longer than that. We had about 15 years. Yeah. He would have played it all of yeah, it's, that. It's though. longer than it's long because it was a big bash up like ten or eleven, and it's longer than that. Yeah, yeah. BBL09 in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. two thousand and eight. It started. Yeah, <laughs> oh, good memory, David. Yeah, I figured it was about two years after Warner retired. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember so, watching the first game. Barry McCullum made one hundred and fifty. Jeez. Do you remember who the who his teammates' names were? Yeah, who did he bum a smoke off? Would yeah. have known. He wouldn't have known. I remember the experience 100% perfectly, except the one person. For the life of me, I cannot remember his name. Except the average jipper <laughs> that I spent that time. I don't know his name. <laughs> I remember the exact number of tiles on the wall of the toilet. I can't remember his name. For the life of me, is... I cannot remember. Clearly his name was Champ. Yeah. Funny yeah. <laughs> Champo. It was that Champ, is... buddy. No. Hey, champ, buddy. Hey, <laughs> champ, buddy. Al. Uh, so, speaking of the Aussies in the IPL, we've got the music festival, Riley Meredith, who took two for 40 for Mumbai. And Sam would uh, also pick up Marcus Stoinis from the Ball Duck. So, well done to Dan. Uh, Josh Hazel would get two for 19 for the uh, Royal Challenges, Bangalore against Rajasthan. Warner would make another 42 against Calcutta, where Finchy um, made not. Very fucking many. And Ross's <laughs> man, Tim David, got off the bench to make 20 off nine balls. Oh. Wherever the fuck he's getting paid a fuckload of money to not play any cricket. So it's a perfect, it. isn't it? it just oh, he's living the dream. He's hotel, living the fucking dream. He's got his own vest, apparently. He's just got, you know how they have their name printed on the shirt? He's got his name printed on the vest <laughs> that he wears. He just got <laughs> blown up for the fucking money they paid him. Oh, just uh, laughing a million bucks. Geez, he'd hate to get smashing and curries, pull himself Jeez, out of a few good. games. Oh. That'd be expensive. The only That'd way that deal could be any better is if he didn't have to go and he could stay at home. Was <laughs> 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 you signed to the IPL? Stay at home. Stay home, home, mate. You'll be right. <laughs> Gardening leave. Here's seventeen thousand dollars a week. Yeah, <laughs> leave. A, a day. Yeah, probably a day. Actually, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, there's not not too many. Not really many of the odds have been uh, <laughs> dominating the old IP at the moment. Uh, Josh Butler's made a few tons, but um, is he? Yeah, what a, what a cover! Yeah. So good on him. Yeah, I, mean, I wish him all the best. I wish him all the best and yeah. all his teammates. On you, Cobsy. Hopefully, uh, he'll get back in the side now. His mate Ben Snokes is fucking running things, so he might get to play yeah. Test cricket again. Who really cares? Um, <laughs> all righty. Yeah, so, good point. No one, Nick, no one. Now, no, in, in from, a wonderful, yes, Roscoe. Oh, sorry. In a wonderful piece of scheduling, England's next test matches, who, who could they play last year? They played England. They played India and New Zealand. So who would they play this summer? Oh, New Zealand again. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Good. That's how you get a real rivalry, just yeah. playing them over and over again. <laughs> Australian West Indies in the 80s. Just yeah, yeah. play them Indies. four times a Bring year again. for 24 years. Yeah. <laughs> 
one of the great cricket rivalries, England, New Zealand. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> one. If I think of anything in cricket yeah. rivalry, was it's up there yeah. in Bangladesh and Ireland, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so good that England, Namibia. <laughs> so good that England, New Zealand series doesn't even have a trophy. It's just called England versus New Zealand. The Stokes what, the way it should it? be, really. Like, <laughs> don't even need they, two names on it, just they, one name. They couldn't find an Englishman and a New Zealander with fucked up enough hands to put on a trophy. <laughs> so they just said, oh, we won't bother having one at all. Because no one from New Zealand averages over 40, that's why. Yeah, true. With the ball. They, um, <laughs> I think there was over COVID, there's huge bronze shortages worldwide, so they couldn't do it recently. They had it slated. Oh, Maybe they should have made. Speaking of Slater, they should have made it out of Slate. <laughs> Worldwide bronze shortage. Yeah. yeah, I heard about that in the news. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and with That's this war in Ukraine, the Ukraine produces more yeah. bronze per capita than any other country. <laughs> People have been breaking into copper art stores all over Australia to get their hands on some <laughs> Oh God. Oh, candelabra stores getting rough. <laughs> left, right, and centre. Never has th- finishing third been such a great incentive. <laughs> yeah, the Australian basketball team are richer than Kings. Shane <laughs> <laughs> Hill and Andrew Gale. Oh. Oh, <laughs> the Forbes richest under 40 list just got five more people. Patty Mills, him. all the boys. <laughs> uh, Andrew Gates fucking just bought out Gina Reinhardt's stake. In- <laughs> Mark Bradke and Mark. <laughs> Chris, Chris Edstis. Richard the Twiggy Forest. Yeah. Uh, he oh. just bought Fortescue Mining. <laughs> <laughs> Shane oh. Hills just fucking bought this in the opera house. <laughs> oh, you've lost it. It's all I've got. I don't know where you are. All right. Speaking of people that are just um, absolutely basking in the glory of their fucking success, let's talk about local oh. cricket. So, so, as we know, local cricket's pretty much done and dusted for the Big year. Fuck. So, but we're going to touch on some of the absolute fucking premier uh, performances from throughout the year. So, we've got the top. Uh, bowling figures and batting figures for both men's and women's cricket across all of Australia. We've got oh, a few more end-of-season stats. We all love an end-of-season stat. So so first, we're going to start off with the De La Salle Kingrove Cricket Club. And Matthew Terralink took 10 for 17 off 15 oh. overs. That included seven maidens, and he went at an economy <laughs> of 1.10. So not oh. a bad fucking effort from Mr. Oh. Matthew there. So well done to him. Uh, so across the um with the girls, we've got Jessica Emery of the Subiaco Florite Cricket Club. They sound like they just like stockpiling talent. Every time I read out yeah. one of these fucking lists, Subiaco Florite's on it. But she uh Jessica took eight for fourteen off nine point one overs with two maidens. So she got slapped a bit. She went at one point five and over. So she's got to really work on that, but that's okay. So yeah, we've got the top men's score for the entire summer, and it is the top score across all of Australian cricket this summer. And that is Carl Deep Singh of the North Pines Cricket Club, who made the only triple century for the years, 337 of 137 balls. That is a strike rate of 245.9. He hit 36 fours and 21 sixes. In 21 sixes. So, I'd like to know how far the cones were, but anyway, well batted, mate. 
Um, and the top women's score from the Western Suburbs Cricket Club was Josie Arduli, who got 179 not out of 169 balls. She batted for 210 minutes. She hit 18 fours and two sixes. So well done to all of those. So I've just been informed that Subiaco Florit are obviously Subiaco being in WA. They are WA Premier Cricket. Uh, and they won the flag this year. So well done to them. Or as I was flag like, flag flurries. Fuck off, cunts. Because no one about <laughs> you. But anyway, because as we know, it's not about flags. It's about individual brilliance. That's all. Oh, word it is. Yeah. Win a flag. No one cares unless you fucking were best on in the yeah. granny. That's the only thing anyone cares. They would have torn Northridge like apart, though. Granny. But who the fuck's ever going to do that? No one. Beat Mount Lawley, Gim. One of the great Mount Lawley. Always hated those. Cunts. <laughs> Uh, What's so, the? I'll go, Mick. Uh, no, you're right. You go. I was just going to ask what the mascot for Mount Lawley is. Uh, don't know, but Subiaco's the Lions. Oh. Lions. That's sound original. I think Mount Lawley are the Lions as well. Just the fucking. There'll be swans or something. There's always a swan out that way. It's like the GCA. There's 14 teams called the Tigers. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, the Eagles or the Hawks? I think Hawks. Uh, Mount Lawley Hawks. Mighty there flying Hawks. Always not hated the, them. Not the Mount Lawley Bush Rangers because they're lawless <laughs> up there. Yeah. I'm just uh, wondering what what happened with all the Colts cricket clubs. Oh, they just fold, them? mate. They just yeah. they just can't survive. They combine <laughs> with other Colts cricket clubs to become the Colts Colts cricket club. They turn <laughs> into fully blown horses and race. Combined <laughs> 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 with emerged. another Colt and then yeah. they merge. They become the Mustangs. That's yeah. the, <laughs> the Colts United, then wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, the Colts United Stallions, and off they fucking go. Fucking happy day. Yeah, there's um, the Phillies. That's, yeah, that's the female yeah. team, of course. Yeah, and the Geldings. Yeah. Yeah, that's the don't yeah. just don't talk about the that's gelding the vets. side. The geldings are the vets. The vets. Thorough <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Reds is the first eleven. Then there's the Chiefs and Seats is the second eleven. Yeah, the uh, fourth eleven. Dags. Yeah. Third eleven is like the little fucking donkey uh, races. They're the Shetland ponies. Fourth eleven is the Shetland ponies. The Shetlands. <laughs> Some of our bits. Um, all right, That's so we'll talk, talk a few end of season stats. So there was 6,111,504 overs old in 2022. Imagine that would be down a bit because of a lot of one day cricket. Um, there was just over 2 million fours hit. There was 2,111,205 fours and 243,567 sixes. And I can say with utmost confidence, I hit one of those. So, well done. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it for that. Uh, special shout out to um, myself, who took home every award except the coach's award in the second 11 at my club. So, if you want to win, if you want to win trophies, don't come and play with me because you fucking won't <laughs> get any. Yes, Alex. May I ask um, why you didn't win the coach's award? Because I'm a cunt. <laughs> Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> okay, you said special shout out to me. <laughs> oh, nice one. Well, shout and, out to you, Mick. Yes. Yeah, as, as the captain said in his speech, I'm not very easy to captain, so I'm guessing that's why I didn't get the captain's award. But... Uh, fully, fully for you. And well done on your life membership, too. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, on Thank you, Mick. Yes. Well, on your um, 
yeah, so that is our local cricket for this episode. Um, yeah, so have we got anything else, boys? Anything else we'd like to chat about before we... Uh, it's real junk time, isn't it, down. in world cricket with the yep. IPL in full swing and we have no interest in it. So, oh, yeah, fuck, I hate the IPL so much. Jeez, <laughs> I hate it. We are a cricket podcast that focuses on cricket from an Australian perspective. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we're 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 focus on so I thought about this. I thought about this. Add local IPL. cricket. If they can't do anything, that's not our fucking fault. That's right. <laughs> and the, um, the disappointing thing is even though some of the games are in our time zone, like 8pm at night, some of them start on the weekends, I'm I still busy. just – I watch like 10 minutes and I'm just on. like, whatever. Yeah. But you know what I found? I think I've, I think I've already mentioned this on here before, but now that um, I've got rid of traditional pay TV and I use – like we all do the streaming service, yeah. KO, you've actually got to go and want to watch something on KO. Where like yeah. when I had traditional – ATV, I'd flick channels and I would stop somewhere and watch something for 15 minutes. I don't do that on AO because I've you got to actually make the effort to find it and watch it. And then you, once you start watching it, you can't flick around channels. So if you get bored, you just leave and you don't go back. Are we sponsored by KO now? Uh, we should. No, we fucking <laughs> should be, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an early adopter in that. Yeah. If you sign up as a new member, use the uh, use the code MIDOFFCRICKET and you will get um, 100% charge. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's sure, yeah, I think you got that 0%. wrong, isn't it? Yeah, mid-off cricket dinner for two sixty-nine. I think it's <laughs> the actual it. chomp, chomp. Throw up, Alex. Yeah, big ship. Put that, drop that in. Just, no, just try random shit. Try Maybe it. you'll get a free code. Oh, yeah. Try being <laughs> See if, if it works, let us know because we want yeah, a free yeah, code we'll, too. Yeah, I'll type it in. Yeah. Big ship. <laughs> Slash fifty percent. This is how we get listener feedback. And, you well, know, my KO media. is free. Alex Payson, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Changing the password. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not to Big Ship sixty nine. <laughs> I'm docking sixty nine. Um, I do have a bit of listener feedback. Mick. Yes, Alexander, um, from Start. one of our unsung loyal listeners. <clears throat> in um, now I've completely forgotten. Sorry, I was uh, at a, it was a late night at a function um, when we when he spoke to me, but he said he listened when he was working on the railroads because he works on the railroads. Yeah, safety first. One of those things, you pump it up and down, you go. Along. Yeah, no, he's yeah. that big riveter machine. You know, he goes. Uh, ah! I think yeah, he, he's yeah. the left hammer on the left right when they're. <laughs> yeah, what did he say? It was good, or did he just listens? Um, no, he said he listens sometimes when he has to drive long distances to and from work. He oh, yeah, because this will keep you awake, this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so similar to when Huss listens, when he has literally no other option. Yeah, to. So, yeah. yeah. I think he must have the same setup that Mick has with Kay, that once you hit one podcast in your car, it's really hard to change the yeah. <laughs> It's just like, oh, <laughs> this will do. He's driving trouble with his phone. Yeah, it's yeah, illegal yeah. to do so. Oh, Did we discuss... can't pull over. I'm going to be late to work. I just have to listen <laughs> to can't pull over any further. I can't yeah. pull over any farther. <laughs> Did we discuss when I ran into oil listener Huss at a country race meet? I don't think we did. I think it happened after the last episode. Oh. So I just randomly ran into a listener out in the western districts of Victoria at stall race course. As you do. And and I'm now in trouble from said listener because I didn't give him a stubby holder at the time. That is poor form by you, I have to say. Yeah, no, I should have known. You, as our main um, shop front for said stubby holders, of course, should carry a box of 25 or more on you at all times. And a float of $100 worth of change. So when people give you incorrect... 
you know, you could give yeah. them the change back. So <laughs> particularly like two dollars worth of five cent coins again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> need that. Need that in the well, in those in those metal things where you flick them out. <laughs> the little been, metal canisters. It's been easy to carry the money around we've made from the stubby honest. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I, I did notice been. he said a, give him one. Yeah. Uh, a, uh, no, <laughs> sell him one. Carrying all that money around hasn't quite been the burden I thought it might be. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> You thought you're going to have to have an armor card yeah. to close yeah. proximity to you at all times. A briefcase no, handcuffed by this at all times. <laughs> They're going to have to kill me and chop my arm off to get this float. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you, Dave. I don't know how anyone out there in fucking the world doesn't want a stubby holder to celebrate they listen to the most amateur cricket podcast in the entire world. Yeah, shot ourselves in the foot early by telling people we gave them away for free. Yeah. And then no one wanted to pay for them. (laughs) Hasn't hurt our brand, though. You know, we go gangbusters. Hard to imagine why if they knew that some other people got them for free, why they were reluctant to pay for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 almost like it's a buyer's or non-buyer's market. (laughs) Non-buyer's market, I'd say. It's actually costing me money every year because I've got a store on me. I've got to claim it on my tax. (laughs) Claim it insurance. (laughs) Assets. I have to pay an asset tax on them. <laughs> they pay a tax on your potential earnings uh, for the financial year. I had to hire zero. out a warehouse for a roll. Pay zero tax on yeah. zero potential earnings. You had to get another room built on your new house, didn't you? Just yeah, just the whole stubby house. That's right. Next Can't year we'll talk, we'll talk to the Sheffield Shield and we'll have the mid-off podcast stubby holder player of the match. Yeah. Yes. Then yes. we'll get rid of them all. Yeah, good. <laughs> Mid-Off Cricket uh, Podcast presents the TikTok presents the <laughs> Ansett Australia Cup or something. The Delphi White Goods. Since you have sensitive teeth, we'll give yeah. you stuff again. <laughs> yeah. Sensitive uh, fingertips. Well, well. <laughs> sponsored by the Nissan Shimron. That's it. So this is when we're at our best, when we're just padding. When we're padding for runtime, this is when we're at our best. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nothing better. Uh, um, yeah, so thanks. good on you, Connor. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, what buddy. What was the feedback again? Oh, just when he's got nothing. He listens. Yeah. yeah, he said it's all right. <laughs> it, it, his feedback right, was, yeah. I still listen to your podcast pretty much. <laughs> ah, it good. wasn't like a positive or a negative <laughs> thing. And I said, oh, really? When do you listen? Oh, well, when I've got no other option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say that. <laughs> so uh, direct. That's yeah, right. Between the lines. But I'm so fucking short of entertainment. There's nothing. Yeah. This is what I fucking yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Triple uh, M. We also got a message from Jim Hobbit. Fired by the boss 85 times yeah. on Triple M. Oh, yeah. Uh, although we did get a message from Jimmy Grant that he did remember uh, the teacher that David remembered that looked like Rob <laughs> yeah. Key. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he did tell a story that he invited her to his 21st, his 18th, and she actually rocked up with a bottle of wine. So. Yeah. <laughs> what? She was a ripper. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, in the words of uh, Jimmy Grant, she is long brown bread, which means she's no longer with <laughs> It was a bygone era, going to your student's 18th birthday yeah. party. Hey, Ross, you gone to any lately, mate? No. Yeah. No. Pull your finger out, Ross. <laughs> mm. I'll follow from? up before I forget. What did she die from? I don't know. Being old. Um, on a follow-up of people who nearly died, Brian Campbell is out of his coma and doing well and looks like he's going to make a full recovery. Oh, that's good news. Well done to the West Australian warrior, Brian Campbell. So yes. good luck to him it's with the warrior. rest of his recovery. So. Hey, you know, we haven't mentioned it at all, Mick. 
What's that? That stupid fucking photo of Michael Clark with his tongue half out of his head. <laughs> oh. I, might post that. I might post that in the socials now. He hasn't done Speaking anything dumb recently. Apparently, so Andrew Simons. I can just, this reminded me of all this different shit we spoke about. I don't know if we spoke, <laughs> we spoke about this in private. I don't know if we spoke about it in the last podcast. But so, him and Michael Clark were fucking great mates. Great, great fucking mates. Apparently, Simons reckons that Clarky hates him. Because he made a fuckload of money when the IPL first started off and cashed in instead of playing like, you know, some more ODIs for Australia and that and just went off and took money. So apparently Michael Clark was jealous that he didn't have that opportunity himself and therefore that's why he doesn't like Andrew Simons, <sighs> according to Big Roy. So that's an interesting way to look at it. But yeah, yes, Alexander. The whole wasn't the whole thing about Michael Clark towards the end of his career would have been around that time too. Was that he didn't chose to not play shorter formats of the game to prolong his test career as well? Yeah, and I think yes, but I think but I think like Roy said, he chose to do that and then was jealous of the blokes who didn't do that and fucking cashed in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah, it seems weird, like a weird thing to be jealous about. Yeah, it's the same Michael Clark who took on the captaincy at the Stars and never played a single fucking game of BBL. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him, as yeah. they say in the classics. Path for the course. Hey. Mm. Um, Alex, um, we just got a little bit of cross interference earlier, and you're going to tell a ripper of a joke about something on Triple M that Connor had got tired of listening to. Oh, it's just I'm on fire by um, Bruce Springsteen being played 85 times. So he's like, oh, I've had enough of I'm on fire again. So I'll just switch it over to the Mid-Ocker podcast. <laughs> Too many Kings of Leon songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a tradie, so this is the Triple M. So it's like, <laughs> I get it. I get you have it. to, yeah. You're required to, on site. It's like a union yeah. law, I think. Yeah. And the, the radio doesn't have a dial, it's just on. Yeah. It's on, it's on Triple yeah. M. 105.1. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that its frequency? In I think so. Yeah. Oh, good one. It's bored into my skull. Oh, okay. That's probably an hour. Yeah, good. Right, tick. Bang on. Tick. I think that'll Christ. do us. I think that <laughs> will do us, as they say in the classic. So, oh, uh, this I has think... been the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast, uh, brought to you by Frederick Harold Sock Company. It is Mother's Day coming up this Sunday, and you know what? Oh. Says, I love you, Mum. Yeah. Pair of socks and fuck cricket bats on them. So fucking get around them and buy some. Fuck it, Cricket yeah. bats. Some of the other socks, socks on there, but it doesn't really matter. Buy them. I'll plant a tree in Donald because... Fuck, Donald doesn't have anywhere near enough trees, so fucking get around it. Yeah, it needs more. Yeah. All righty. So, um, in the words of the great Jim Cornette, thank you. Fuck you. Bye-bye, everybody. Says. Thank you, Mick. That was good. I particularly liked uh, the reference there to the bit you're going to edit out. That was good. <laughs>